no, Adam. You are not to spend so much time with that boy. Adam said, why? But his mother had many reasons for what she said. She said, isn't he the one who likes to go and damage people's farm? Isn't he the one who gives disrespect to the teachers at school? Isn't he the one who went by the church and he spray paint on the walls and made it look very bad? He's just too bad for words. Too bad for words. Those words could be used to describe this king of Judah. He was good King Hezekiah's son. Remember King Hezekiah? We talked about him last time. King Hezekiah had a son, and his name was Manasseh. Now, you would expect Manasseh to be a good king like his father was, but he wasn't. King Manasseh was not a good king. King Manasseh became king when he was 12 years old, and soon he let it be known that he would not worship God. He would not obey God. King Hezekiah had destroyed the places where the idols were worshipped. But Manasseh, when he became king, he gave the order, build those places back up again. King Manasseh made altars to the false god called Baal. And he even encouraged the people to worship the false god of Baal. King Manasseh himself worshipped the sun. He worshipped the moon and the stars. King Manasseh wanted to set up where to worship the false gods. And do you know where he put everything to worship the false gods? He put it right in the temple, the place that you were supposed to worship the one true God. King Manasseh knew perfectly well that God alone should be worshipped in the temple. But now he had things put in there to worship the false gods. It was like King Manasseh was saying to God, I don't worship you. I'll worship anything or anyone but you. King Manasseh was going against God. Are you like that? Maybe you know it is wrong to tell lies, but you lie to your teacher. And then you tell your friends how you lied. You know it does not please God. When you look at videos or pictures that are videos and pictures of things you know you should not be looking at. You know that God commands, you shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain. But when you use God's name in a way that you don't think about it when you're using it, you use it in a disrespectful way, then you are also defying God, just like Manasseh did. You are not obeying God. You are going against him. I'm sure that as a child in the palace, King Manasseh must have heard about all the wonderful things that God had done for his father, King Hezekiah. As a boy, Manasseh must have been taught about God, and he knew God's commandments, like the one that says, you shall have no other gods before me. King Manasseh must have heard the great prophet Isaiah preach. But none of those things changed King Manasseh. The Bible tells us the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Now the heart, that means the real you. The heart is deceitful. It tricks you. And it's desperately wicked. That means that everyone is sinful on the inside. King Manasseh let that sin be seen in his life. In every person, they have the problem of sin. The only one who didn't have that problem is Jesus and God. They don't have that problem. But everyone else 
has the problem of sin. Reading the Bible and knowing the commandments of God and going to church and having parents that believe in God, those things do not change your sinful heart. Only God can change your sinful heart. But King Manasseh did not want God to change him. King Manasseh went from bad to worse. He began to go to psychics. Psychics are like people who say they can tell the future. You might hear them called fortune tellers, too. King Manasseh encouraged the people who were psychics and fortune tellers, even though he knew what God said about them. King Manasseh knew that those things were not pleasing to God, but he encouraged it. King Manasseh was very unfair in the way that he ruled. He allowed the criminals to go free, and he killed innocent people. He was too bad for words. He was the worst king of Judah. God was not pleased with Manasseh, and God was also very displeased with the people of Judah. God is holy, and God is good. Holy means that God is pure and perfect. He's never done anything wrong. And we read in the Bible that God is against sin. Sin will never please God. God must punish all sin. And King Manasseh certainly deserved to be punished for his sin. But God waited and gave the people a warning. The king got a warning too. God told the people, I am bringing trouble upon Jerusalem and Judah. That was the warning that God was going to bring trouble. God still gives a warning to people who go against him and go their own way. It's very important to pay attention to God's warnings. We have God's warning in the Bible, so we need to listen to it. The Bible makes it clear that those who defy God will never be in heaven with God, but instead they will be punished for their sin forever. Will you take God's warning seriously? Did Manasseh and the people of Judah listen to God's warning? The Bible tells us exactly what happened. The Lord spoke to Manasseh and his people, but they would not listen. What God said to them made no difference. They paid no attention. But God paid attention to Manasseh and the people. As always, God did what he promised to do. God sent an enemy army called the Assyrian army into Judah, and they attacked Jerusalem. The great city of Jerusalem was destroyed. Precious things of gold and silver were stolen, and people were captured. King Manasseh was taken as a prisoner. The Assyrian army was proud to have captured the king, so they dragged him through the streets of their city called Babylon, and the people in Babylon were cheering as they saw the king being captured. King Manasseh ended up in a prison. The false gods that King Manasseh had trusted failed him. Maybe he remembered how his father had faced an even bigger army and won. But why did his father win against that enemy army? Manasseh knew the answer. It was the Lord God who helped his father. God had given victory against the enemy army. Manasseh thought about God, the one who could do anything he pleases. King Manasseh realized that this great God was pure and holy and good. All sin displeases him. He must punish sin. He can't even look at sin. 
King Manasseh thought of himself too. He knew he had been very wicked and evil and that he deserved all of what had happened to him. Probably he felt God would not want anything to do with him. After all, he had worshipped false gods and encouraged thousands of others to do the same. King Manasseh had paid no attention to God's warning. I am sure he cried as he thought about his life. He knew he was too bad for words. He certainly deserved nothing but punishment from God. Have you ever felt like that? You feel you are too bad for God to have anything to do with you? Maybe you feel like you've done many things that you're very ashamed of. You know you deserve God's punishment. And like Manasseh, you're very sorry about the mess you made of your life. King Manasseh was thinking of all the mess of his life. There in prison, he decided to talk to God. He knew that in the past, God had forgiven people who had done wrong things against him. King Manasseh told God he was sorry, and he asked God to forgive him. Now listen to what happened next. The Bible says, The Lord listened to his cry. Isn't that wonderful? God did not treat Manasseh as he deserved, but God loved him, and God forgave Manasseh of all the wrong things he had done. It happened just as Isaiah the prophet had written. The prophet Isaiah wrote, Let the wicked forsake his way, the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord, and God will have mercy on him. In those words, God promises that when someone is sorry enough to quit their wrong ways and turn to God, then God will not treat them as they deserve to be treated. God promises to forgive them. And God forgave Manasseh of his sin. But how is that possible? Isn't that unfair? I mean, Manasseh had done a lot of wrong things. God cannot just say, I'll just forgive all those things. No, God is so holy and good that he has to punish every sin. Hundreds of years later, after this happened with Manasseh, God sent his only son into the world. That's Jesus, God the Son. Jesus was good through and through. He never did anything wrong. He is the perfect son of God. But he died on a cross to take the punishment for your sin. God punished Jesus for all of Manasseh's sin and for all of your sin too. The Bible says the Lord has laid on him that's Jesus, the iniquity of us all. Iniquity means sin. That verse is telling us that Jesus died for all of your sin. He took the punishment you deserve so that you can be forgiven. And on the third day after Jesus died, he came alive again. Today, he's alive in heaven. He took the punishment for your sin. The Bible says, let the wicked forsake his way. Let him return to the Lord. That's what you need to do. You need to turn away from the wrong things in your life and turn to the Lord. And if you do that, God will have mercy on you. And God will forgive you. God will keep his word to you. He will do that as he promises. He did it for Manasseh in that horrible prison. Faith is just believing what God says he will do.
God made sure that Manasseh was freed from that prison. The enemy king allowed Manasseh to go back to Jerusalem. It must have been exciting for Manasseh to go home again. Now what would you expect King Manasseh to do when he got back to Jerusalem? He tried to correct all the wrong things that he had done. King Manasseh went to work. He set about having the idols and the altars taken away from the temple and thrown out of the city. Never again did Manasseh ask the psychics and the fortune tellers to help him. He didn't even encourage them anymore. King Manasseh commanded the people to serve God and set a good example by going to the temple himself. Of course, King Manasseh could not put everything right. He could not bring back the people who had been killed. He could not really change the people he had encouraged to worship idols. Many people wanted to continue worshiping idols. Manasseh was a very different person, and the people in Judah and Jerusalem could see the change in his life. If you believe on Jesus as your Savior, God will make you different too. We read in the Bible that if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. I can give you an example of what that means. Like this, God makes bullies into thoughtful, kind people. God makes liars into honest people. Whatever you have done, God can change you. He can make you a new creation. No one is too bad for God not to change them. God can change anyone. Don't think you're too bad for God to change you. God can forgive your sin and he can change you on the inside. Manasseh proved that right to the end of his life. The change that happened there in that prison lasted. Manasseh ruled for 55 years altogether, longer than any other king of Judah. I am sure God wants us all to learn from Manasseh that no one is too bad for God to save. Maybe you have a friend or someone in your family and you think about them that they're just too bad for words. And you think, why should I even pray for them? It's hopeless. God can't save them. But don't give up on God. Remember King Manasseh. He was doing terrible, evil things against God. But God saved him. So God can save your friend or your parents or whoever it is that you think. They're just too bad for God to save. Are you happy to have learned that God can save you too? No one deserves God's forgiveness. But no matter how bad you have been, God can forgive you and he can change you on the inside. The Bible says, let the wicked forsake his way. Let him return to the Lord and he will have mercy on him. That verse means that if you realize you've sinned and you want to go God's way and turn around your life from going in the way of sin, then you can come to God and he will forgive you for your sin. You don't deserve to be forgiven of your sin, but if you come to God and you turn away from your sin, then God will forgive you. If you're ready to make that decision today to turn away from your sin and change your life, 
to go God's way, then you can tell him something like this and truly mean it. Dear Jesus, I have sinned and I am sorry. I believe you died and rose again. Please forgive my sin and change me on the inside to live your way with your help. In Jesus' name, amen. If you ask God to forgive your sin, he will do that for you. He always keeps his promises. If you would like to read about Manasseh from the Bible, you can read about it in 2 Kings chapter 21 and 2 Chronicles chapter 33. Again, that's 2 Kings chapter 21 and 2 Chronicles chapter 33. That's all for this time. I'll see you next time. Bye.